That's what we call a shick shinny twofer. <laughs> hey. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. Oh, hi, audience. <laughs> Thank you so much. I forgot they were there. Uh, we saw Spider-Verse. Yeah, we did. It was good. It's no real, notes. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Real solid fucking movie. Made ten, a lot of money. 10 out of 10. Go see it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I've been seeing in various places uh, that people uh, apparently did not know this was a part one of two. Oh, so they're mad? Uh, yeah, some people are like, uh, what's up with the cliffhanger ending? I thought I was going to go see a complete movie. Fuck and I was em. like, oh, I thought every time that they announced this movie and All talked right, about it, they one. were like, it was originally called, like, uh, was it Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and Part 2? Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, no, we got better names. It's Across, and then be- the next one's Beyond. Yeah. But apparently they didn't say that loudly enough, often enough. Ah, fuck <laughs> yeah. all right well no reviews no emails no patreon we're off the charts everywhere bam, bam, no, bam, bam, no venmos <laughs> but damn what's the number one movie in america uh across the spider-verse <laughs> any <laughs> guesses for how much it made um oh man uh, did it make 85 million dollars uh it made much more than eighty-five million. Oh, okay. It's probably over a hundred. Over a hundred. Uh, oh, you know what? I think I did see this somewhere. It was like a hundred and twenty point five. One twenty point seven. Very yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's Force Awakens money. That's, yeah, that's baller opening yeah, for and, any movie, let alone a animated. Not that we paid for it. <laughs> I'm not paying for movies like a schmuck. <laughs> Uh, what's the number well, two movie in America? Te- technically, you paid for it. That's funny. Just, yeah, <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears. Very man. different way. <laughs> uh, what's the number two movie in America? Probably a Little Mermaid. Hey, there you go. Forty-one point four. Okay. Uh, what's the number three movie in America? Probably Fast X. Incorrect. Oh, that dropped off quick. It sure did. Uh, is the Mario Brothers? Nope, they're oh, off completely. Guardians three. Uh, close but no cigar. Them's were my guesses. The Boogeyman. <laughs> Oh, okay. Some random horror film. All right. 12.4. What's the number four movie in America? I don't know. You were close. <laughs> uh, that's all I wrote. Guardians, 10.7. Oh, Guardians. Okay. And then in fifth place, Fast X oh, with man. 9.6. All right. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be an all blockbuster top five. But fuck you and fuck your family, Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. God fuck damn. you. God damn. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. Uh, I had some notes about Spider-Verse. Um, there was originally a post-credit scene, but they cut it out because they felt yeah. the ending was that strong. The post-credit scene was going to be uh, the main villain spot in a villain bar. Okay. Being very upset and trying to drink. But every time he pours a drink in his face hole, it comes out the other holes. Very sad. Very sad for Spot. It seems like it would have been more appropriate for his character, like, at the beginning of the movie. Agree. Yeah. And it kind of undercuts him uh-huh. um, for, for what he becomes yeah. towards. Yeah. <laughs> There's this clip going around between the uh, the actor that plays Miles. Fuck, what's his name? Um, oh, my 
That guy. And with the actor yep. plays Miles and Haley Steinfeld, who plays Spider Gwen, doing interviews. And he is flirting with her, and she is not responding and just shutting him down, uh, thus breaking <laughs> the track record of the Spider Man and the and the oh yeah and the female the, lead. The, the, yeah, leading, Although she's not a Mary Jane, so maybe couple, that's why not being a couple. Yeah, uh, that actor is also uh, on Instagram saying he's hitting the gym in case they want to do a live action Miles Morales. There is no way it's going to be him. He's too old and he's too pudgy. He's got his, a chance I to mean, be Spider Man like I do. Huh. Not, not for the pudgy. You, you can fix that. You can especially with Chris Marvel. Yeah. yeah, with yeah. The, you know Marvel money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm assuming if they want live action, going to be 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah. They they want him to be young looking for another 10 to 15 years. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland gave uh, an honest review of the movie, Word. saying that it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Yeah, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. He was supposed to be Amy Pascal's date to the movie, but had to Shemique film some... more. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, uh, but he had to be somewhere else for filming. Uh, he asked when asked if he was going to do Spider-Man Four. He's like, it depends if there's a script uh, that can <laughs> beat three. He'll do it. Mm. Uh, but in another interview, he's like, I'll be Spider-Man till the day I fucking die. As long as they keep letting me do this, I'll. If this was the only <laughs> stuff I did for the rest of my career, I'd be fine with it. So word. You know, yeah, and I mean, at the moment, if there is a script period, you know, a hundred percent, we might be waiting the rest of his life. This right. strike is very long. Uh, nothing but reality right. TV from now on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> tangential. I don't like talking about TV, but the first five minutes of Secret Invasion is available mm. to watch. No promo. I've not watched it yet. It looks, looks good. Word. I mean, it's not nothing incredible yet. I, see, I keep seeing minutes. people being desperate to uh, spot, uh, what's her name, plays uh, Daisy from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, is uh, she supposed Quake. to be in it? No. Oh. <laughs> people just they really want her to be in it. Oh. <laughs> They're like, they're keeping it secret. They want it to be a surprise. I'm like, they haven't done shit with any yeah. of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've officially announced the uh, director of The Flash is going to be the director of Batman. Yep. For, uh, in for the, in, uh, some, I don't know what they call this, the Gunverse. Uh, something very Italian looking. Yeah, Anthony, I can't. Muschetti. Muschetti. Anthony Muschetti. It's Tony Baloney's cousin. Yeah, that's funny. Hello. Which I'm sure will be the best Batman film ever made. Fuck you! Was it Tony Bologna? What was his name? Uh, yeah, I think it was Anthony. Was it Anthony? Anthony Bologna? like Bellini or something? Well, it was Tony Bologna. Okay. <laughs> Ow, wow. All right. Uh, a Legend of Zelda movie is reportedly in the works from Nintendo and Universal, following the runaway success of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yep. Apparently, they're very close to closing a deal. I don't really care because, like, I liked Zelda on Game Boy, but like, I haven't played any of the oh, subsequent yeah. games. Yeah, uh, I haven't played anything since like the Wii came out. Right. And uh, I, I know the, the hey, listen meme, uh, but yeah. I will say, I bet that movie is going to have the best score of all time because the music oh, yeah. in Legend of Zelda fucking slaps. Yeah. I mean, it's already orchestral. Like, you don't right. have to make the orchestral version for the movie. Uh-huh. Like, it's just going to be awesome. The uh, And there's so many different visual styles for them to, like, choose from, too. I know. So I played Link's Awakening on Game Boy, and that whole... 
plot line was you find every instrument of an orchestra to play uh, because you're dreaming the whole game and it wakes you up. Cool. Yeah, it was just fucking each instrument you get, like it adds like found a drum, found a tuba, found mm-hmm. this, found whatever, found an ocarina, and then it just it adds to it. Um I'm excited for the song that's eventually gonna go Zelda, 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 <laughs> Zelda. It's just Jack Black with a pitched up voice. Every single one. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, Hollywood action legend Arnold Schwarzenegger looks back on his first major box office flop that crushed him flowing a string of blockbuster hits. I was jaw on the floor when I found out this movie was a flop because in my head is a major blockbuster because I watched it so much as a kid on VHS. What do you think was Arnold Schwarzenegger's first financial flop? Oh my God. I feel like he was already older for like jingle all the way. It's got to be like, I uh, was it like early, no, Kindergarten Cops too. Wasn't Kindergarten Cop. That one was great. Was it like, did Predator not do good? No, Predator did great. Um, I don't know. I was just looking at his stuff. Was it like one of the Conan movies? Because he was, he was like doing something, and then he had a couple of flops with that production company, and that's why they never made the third one. Uh, I don't right. know. What was it? Last Action Hero. Oh, really? And I love Last Action Hero. That's a solid fucking movie. Yeah, it is. My hand. It actually hurts. I think I had that like taped off of HBO or something. I watched it all the time. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, quote, I cannot tell you how upset that I was. It hurts you. It hurts your feelings. It's embarrassing. James Cameron apparently called him and he James was like, I think he's just in bed crying. I think he's been in bed crying for weeks. Oh, my God. It's not wow. Duma. Cry on your pile of money. Uh, but I love that fucking movie. Yeah. What like a weirdly like early... Mm-hmm. Kind of meta, fourth wally. Yeah, that and True Lies are my fucking game, uh, fucking favorites. Yeah, are my jam. Um, Ocean's Eleven prequel director Jay Roach reveals fascinating new details about the planned Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling heist movie, Kay. saying that it's going to be a romance hidden inside a uh, heist movie. <laughs> Uh, and that he's not worried the fact that he has cast Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, yeah, despite the Ken fact that Barbie. they're Ken yeah. and Barbie. Uh, I just think that's a weird choice. I would recast that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Matt Damon recalls Tom Cruise telling him how he circumvented the safety protocols <laughs> on the set of 2011's Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. <laughs> I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> There are the Tom Cruises of the world who do their stunts and literally hang off a plane to do that. I remember I had dinner with him once, and it was after he did the a Mission Impossible movie. We ran around the building, and I go, "Can you tell me how that happened?" And he was really—he's a really intense guy. And he was like, "I'll tell you how it happened." <laughs> I go, "All right, I'm in." He said, "He goes, I've been thinking about this shot for 15 years," and I'm like, "Wow, really?" And he goes, "So I go to the safety guy and I lay it out." Safety guy goes, "We can't do that. It's too dangerous. You can't do that." So I get a new safety guy <laughs> and that's the beginning of his story. And I go, stop. And that's where it's where we're different. When the safety guy says no, I'm like, well, safety guy says it's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. But apparently Tom Cruise, every time someone tells him no, they're just fired. Yeah. I want to yeah, go to don't space. Tell me no. Tell me how. Right. Yeah. Just get a shittier safety <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. When I up... tell you I want to jump. You ask how high. <laughs> that's right. Tom Cruise is going to end up on the set of rust. <laughs> eh? 
Yeah. Because yeah, someone got shot. Yep. That was, uh, I don't know if that was in my uh, stories or not. Uh, I huh. think I didn't actually write that down. The uh, uh, Do you have anything on the uh, DGA avoiding nope. a strike? Nope. Um, they're at a tentative agreement, I believe. Um, they just have to actually vote on it. Um, Scabs. <laughs> no, one of the things that they uh, that's in the tentative agreement mm. is a uh, complete banning of live ammo on sets. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. So that was that was has been addressed <laughs> for the next you know right. three years worth of contract. I'm for that. Yeah, like why why was it there anyway? I'm trying to think of a reason you'd need no. it. Like really that's trying. what blanks are for. I'm stretching. Well, I'm even in yeah, squibs. I'm just like, yeah. I can't think of it. Anyway, you don't shoot at squibs; they blow up on their own. Right. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah, it's, yeah. It's the two things that. Yeah. Uh, Apple recently unveiled its new VR headset, and users on social media have been quick to point out the product's <laughs> similarities to Ready Player One. Oh, I boy. saw a side by side between <laughs> the main character and Ready Player One's uh, VR th- uh, headset. Yeah. And they are identical. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. But at the same time, I don't want Ernie Klein to get any more money, so whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's anybody, it's probably like whoever the production designer sure, on the yeah. movie was for Spielberg. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to go off on a tangent here because, so yes, yes, they look ridiculous. And yes, <laughs> nobody needs this. No. Um, I still, but I couldn't bring myself to watch the keynote. <laughs> they they talk about how you watch movies in it, and it was incredible. Mm. So when you watch movies in it, uh, like you control how big the screen is, it gives you a really good surround sound in your ear, and then you can change what the background is. Like you can be like you know in different famous places. It's like a holodeck. Like you can be in different places mm. around the world, and that's the one part of the presentation where I'm like. That's why I would buy this just to watch movies on a plane and be completely like in my own little world. Oh, okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I could see on a plane. Is that worth like 3500 bucks? No. 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 <laughs> but yeah, like the presentation on how to watch movies. I don't know if movies, that's worth 350 bucks. I'd pay 350 bucks for it just to experience it. Cuz like is cuz like you can like look at your MacBook and then it transfers to the eye and then like your screens from your MacBook are just around you. It's real minority reportish yeah i like that you just use your hands and your eyes to control it 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 is neat it looks dorky this is the first time they've done (laughs) an apple release for a new product where they Mm -hmm. have not had any of the higher-ups shown using it and i think that's on purpose oh yeah because people look dumb because they're gonna look because you look stupid using it they use models to they're gonna trip off the stage they're gonna (laughs) and when it fails every article is gonna have a picture of someone wearing it and you don't want tim apple wearing (laughs) you don't want him wearing it looking like a doofus when this thing fails however Mm -hmm. i i would not buy one i would use one Mm -hmm. that's that's yeah try it out at the store or if I had a family member who owned one, be like, eh, let me let me check out a yeah. movie. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, it could be like your most expensive movie device. That's the only thing I would yeah. say about it. That's I don't it. know. For thirty five hundred dollars, you could buy a baller TV and surround 100%. system and some blackout curtains. One hundred percent. But this one you can walk around with. Sure. Yeah, but I kind of don't want to walk around sure. while I'm watching a movie. Good point. You know what I Good mean? Point. <laughs> Um, like you just hold your phone up to your face, but then you're still bumping into yeah, shit. Sure, sure, if I'm watching a thing, I'm watching it. Yeah. Not. 
that's what podcasts are for. I just, <laughs> I I'm listening to something. I'm just thinking of a future workplace <laughs> where it looks like I'm doing work with my headset on. Oh, that's going to be the most ridiculous thing where you have to go uh, into your car and commute an hour to an office where everybody is just wearing headsets. It'd be a virtual headset. Yep. You're Agreed. doing a virtual office meeting from your cubicle yep. at your Agreed. job. <laughs> uh, maybe you are. I'm watching <laughs> Rise of the Be- Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> now, if I can get a real time connection enough and good enough audio quality, mm-hmm. I could not wait to run sound at a venue, run front oh, of house, sure. from home. I like that. <laughs> just have stage hands physically there, and just chirp chirp. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it put a put a fifty the fifty seven that's on the guitar cab. Yeah. Uh, move it three inches to the left. Cool, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we doing like a bunch of venues at the same time. A is for Axiom, your very best friend. <laughs> B yeah. is for Bio. Uh, okay. Uh, what's the other headset company? Put that um, with the hand things. Well, there's uh, it was Oculus, that but Meta bought, by... bought it. So yeah. Uh, so I used one of those at uh south by southwest and did a couple like game trials were one fucking tits let me yeah. tell you something <laughs> there, there was this game i forget the name of it but like it's the idea is like this company is making games that you just for like at the end of the day that unwidely like, to lay in bed okay and it was so fucking cool because they put all these ikea beds out and i'm like this will put me to sleep in 10 minutes <laughs> very very neat uh but they have uh oculus had a um a star trek game Okay. That I was obsessed with watching videos of, and up to four people could play it anywhere in the world. Word. And you were on the bridge of a, of a starship, and one person in the captain's chair, one was helm, one was engineering, one was tactical. Cool. And they all had different jobs to do on different missions. I'm like, that I would fucking do in VR. Yeah. There's one guy who's a doctor. He's just waiting. Right. Just <laughs> monitoring the channel. <laughs> Please don't forget to turn me off on the way out. My news is out of a. Uh, uh, order, but there's another Mission Impossible thing, which is Dead Reckoning Part One is officially complete and ready for release yeah. after an incredibly lengthy and complicated production, including Tom Cruise uh, yelling at the entire production staff. Yep, for good reason. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he just flew off the handle for no reason. It's not like he was just in the middle of the take and decided to yell at a DP for something Fuck innocuous. You. Fuck you. So. That's good. Cool. We got news about part two later. <laughs> oh, yeah? Right. Well, yep. let's get to it. <laughs> uh oh, it's time for Jan News, you know now. <laughs> I like that. Some applause. Some abruptly ending applause. Um, so we've got our, our now weekly update of the movies that have been paused by the WGA strike. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2 production oh. is shut down. Oh, sad. Uh, it is reportedly about 40% complete uh, and is supposed to be released in June of next year. What was that uh, Fred Durst version of the Mission Impossible theme? Um, Take a Look Around, I believe is what it is called. All right, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to listen to that. Um, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man 4 is uh, indefinitely on hold. Um. Was it being written? Uh, They were having meetings, apparently. Oh. Um, But they have paused their meetings and pre-planning in solidarity with uh, with the writer's strike. Um, The community movie Uh is on hold. Oh, I'm shocked. 
Yeah. They were, uh, we were waiting for this. Joel McHale was talking to Variety and said, uh, we had a shooting date coming up, which is mm. going to be in the summer. Um, and I think they were extremely close to, um, Dan is somebody who, that, uh, who tweaks things out. Obviously that's all stopped. Um, but I think it was pretty darn close. It was close. The, shoot, yeah! the shoot date was coming up. We were all excited to do it. And then the writer's strike happened, which obviously put everything on hold. And rightfully so. The writers are asking for very reasonable things. Writers need to be paid properly. Yeah. So they were super close to starting shooting. And they were like, <laughs> the the way that Dan Harmon does stuff, especially live actions, like you need to be able to write right. while you're shooting. Like that's how those things get like made. Like Deadpool. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then the two that I thought were the weirdest, uh, the two unfortunately named movies, uh, have stopped filming under pressure from picketers. Under pressure. Uh, first one, Jennifer Lopez's movie, Unstoppable. Okay. About, uh, a championship wrestler born with one leg, not, not a WWE style, but a like... Okay. All American, you know. Because, like, WWE style, I could make that your bit. (laughs) Collegiate style. Here comes Eileen. (laughs) Yep. Hey. 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 Eileen. (laughs) Yeah. Eileen. Um. And then the other one, so that one's un- unstoppable, has been stopped. Oh, uh, bummer. Uh, and, and unfortunately, uh, the Aziz Ansari directed movie, Good Fortune, uh. <laughs> which is starring uh, Keanu Reeves and Seth Rogen, Weird. Uh, was shut down uh, as uh, picketers went to their uh, L.A. Koreatown filming location. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they were supposed to be filming at a restaurant uh, when the uh, IATSE and Teamsters uh, showed up to set up the location, like do all of the pre-rigging right. and all sure. of that. Um, and the picket line was already there before they showed up for the day. And they were like, oh, we're not. We're not crossing a picket sad. line, man. Fuck that. <laughs> um so apparently they had uh, thought there was going to be picketing and thought they could wait them out. Uh, Aziz Ansari's call time on set was like 5 p.m. Uh, and the picketers kept going until 1230 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Yep. I love that. Yep. Fuck I bet you that restaurant still got paid for the day they were shut down, though. Oh, which is better believe tight. It. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not for the servers, but yeah, tight. Yeah, true. Um, so that's your weekly WGA strike update. I wish we had picketers. I wish people would be outside picketing this show. <laughs> just, just make a sound bed <laughs> to play underneath. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I'll, I'll go outside and point the mic at the window. Great. I'll just do a bunch of takes and layer them on top of each other. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Dan and Keith have got to go. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> <We> got... <laughs> I would love that. We've got Captain America 4 news. Uh, so Marvel tweeted out a behind-the-scenes picture uh, because they're still fucking making this thing. Uh, even though the strike's going on. I mean, the writing was never the best part of these movies. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. 
Um, they uh, tweeted out a behind the scenes picture of Anthony Mackie and Harrison Ford in uh, what I believe is called uh, Video Village. It's where all the like monitors are. You can watch back replay. Go rent VHSs twenty years ago. (laughs) Yep, Uh, and they captioned it. Uh, Captain America colon Brave New World oh. in theaters May 3rd, 2024. Um, well, so, now that I know it's called that, I know there's no writers working on this movie because that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible fucking name. Yep. I'm honestly kind of surprised they called it New World Order because it has so many weird yeah, connotations. It has very Nazi-ish. But, yeah. but then I kind of thought well, like, it was about like, fighting fascists. Republican. Like, right. th- and then, uh, what like, did I say? I said fascist. Yeah, That's right. There you go. And also, like, I don't know, the other side of thinking, like, you know, dumb shit I'm not even going to go into. Right. Um, but uh, so, number one, new name. Number one, new name. Number two, some eagle-eyed fans... Right. Notice that if you zoom into the picture, uh, Harrison Ford is sitting in the director's chair style chair. Right. Um, and his legs are mostly hidden. Sure. Which I'm sure was on purpose. Right. <laughs> but you can zoom in and you start to see around his knee, his pants uh-huh. are all torn the fuck up. Right. Uh, got a bunch of holes by the knee, the just below the knee and down. Seems like the pants are torn. And you had one missing. job, Harrison, and his hair's all disheveled. Uh, so mm-hmm. fucking Red Hulk's in this bitch. So uh, <laughs> counter theory, uh-huh. he's wearing. Oh, nice. Is the uh, yeah picture yeah. of the toy <laughs> is right. like exactly what his pants look counter like. Counter theory, he's wearing Yeezys. <laughs> he's just wearing Kanye's. Like fake homeless clothing, <laughs> or he's just like so uh, again fascism. <laughs> fascism. He's like Jeff Bridges, and he just has a very eclectic wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. And maybe those are just his comfy pants he's had since the Indiana Jones days. They're a little torn mm. up. Yeah, but it, it's what he wears in his downtime. Yeah, maybe he's just visiting set that day. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's it is. Just stoned as fuck and came out of his. Uh... <laughs> now, what would Harrison Ford like if he was talking about his comfy pants day? I got these, got these pants. I've, yeah? I've had these. How long have you had them? For, for a long time. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> uh, I love I it. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck Harrison yeah. Ford. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, and then my last story. This kind of tickled me. Um, apparently the Barbie movie... Ran the world out of pink paint. That that blew my fucking mind when I read it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the there's a group of people from the movie. Uh, the director Greta Gerwig, um, and who was it? Um, and like the production designer, production crew manager. Uh, we're all talking to Architectural Digest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they were being interviewed about Barbie's dream house. Right. Um, and Greta Gerwig said, uh, I wanted the pinks to be very bright right. <laughs> and everything to be almost too much. The kidness it. was paramount. Right. Uh, evoking the feeling of never forgetting what made her love Barbie as a young girl. He says, uh, why walk downstairs when you can slide into your pool? Why trudge upstairs when you can take an elevator that matches your dress? 
Uh, The production team wanted to make a world of pink props, sets, clothing, pink anything that was going to be in frame. Right. Um, So they went to the manufacturer of Barbie's signature pink, uh, Uh the company Roscoe. And I believe it's actually called uh, Roscoe Fluorescent Pink. Oh. Um, And they bought everything they could get their hands on. Um, The production designer, Sarah Greenwood, said the world ran out of pink. Uh, after that article came out, the LA Times decided to follow up and see if they were just exaggerating. Uh-huh. Uh, they called the VP of Global Marketing at Roscoe, <laughs> right. uh, Lauren Proud, who then confirmed they did clean us out on paint. There was this shortage already, and then we gave them everything we could. Oh. <laughs> they were already having like supply chain issues. So now like, there's going to be a <laughs> boom of toys because of the movie, yeah. and they're not going to have enough pink. Yeah, I mean, presumably this was from when they were doing the initial production setup to get ready for filming. So hopefully they're like... By now they're replenished? (laughs) Yeah. You gotta replenish! Yep. Yeah, Barbie movie ran the world out of pink paint. I love that. I mean, that (laughs) even if the the movie sucks and it tanks, like that's already like your claim to fame. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Affecting the world. (laughs) That's Dan News! All right, come on, get to the song. Enough of the theatrics. There you go. Yeah, take a look around. That's what yeah, it's yeah. Called, huh? This I'm... was the actual theme to Mission Impossible 2. Oh, yeah, this was the end credits title, I believe. Oh, I hate it. Um, I've looked this song up a couple of times uh-huh. to play for comedy shows. Yeah. And the crowd never gets it. <laughs> I've done it like three times, maybe. And I never hear a chuckle out of the entire audience. Gotcha. <laughs> I try to go right to the drop where the uh, the heavy guitars come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most recognizable as the Mission Impossible thing, but nope. What a fucking sellout. Might as well be fucking Linkin Park, you piece of shit. Oh, he did. Yeah, they're, they're still making songs for movies. That's why. That's Dan News. Oh, we're gonna hold on. We're gonna. I want to get to the draw. We're just doing it. Very tangent oriented. I just I couldn't get out of my head. The world has ever seen lately. Look, I talk a lot of shit, but I do like some Lincoln Park or Limp Biscuit. Oh, I love a lot of Limp Biscuit. Yeah, that's, that's good. I have a playlist at work uh, that is Dan's GTFO playlist. And it's, <laughs> you play it to get people out. Yeah, it's like when you, it's two a.m. Like legally, you fuckers need right. to leave. Uh, and it's just a playlist of stuff I love listening to, but I know people in Austin hate. Right, they'll turn their nose at it. Yep, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Alright, I got two. One I think we need and one I think we don't. Ooh. Uh, so there's a trailer out for Sympathy for the Devil. Okay. Which is a Nicolas Cage and Joel Kinnaman movie. Okay. Joel Kinnaman being uh, what's-his-face from Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, what the fuck was this? The good guy. Like the main guy that puts the squad together. Uh, Rick Flagg. Thank you. Um, 
Nick Cage is a, and that we've already seen this plot in other movies. Yeah, but Nick Wait, Cage, the, you're telling me, huh. <laughs> me a movie is recycling a plot. But this is pretty bad because it's a terrifying carjacker taking a family man hostage in the in the, in the trailer for Sympathy of the Devil. He's like a Uber driver. Yeah, okay. And then he gets in and he's held at gunpoint. But when I tell so you, his pitch was this movie, but Uber, right? Yeah, but <laughs> Nick Cage is. They turned him to eleven. There is no way there is a script. Like, <laughs> they turned on this. Nick Cage's on button. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Fucking be as weird as you want," and it is bizarre. It's so fucking bizarre. And I think it's like watching this trailer. I'm like, this is gonna be my palate cleanser for for movies lately because I've been kind of dabber on movies lately. Word. Spider Verse was great, but I'm still feeling the superhero fatigue, mm. specifically after how bad. Uh, shazam 2 was oh yeah it was a that um, was a slug that really pulled me down a peg i'm really just like wow i'm really sick of superhero movies because they're so shitty and formulaic and they don't even try anymore yeah Spider-Verse was great I'm, but i need something weird i'm kind of like i'm kind of glad they're finally just burying that part of the dc universe uh-huh yeah maybe maybe, maybe the new stuff will be more interesting yeah hopefully <laughs> uh and then uh i thought that was cool and then the thing i didn't like was uh, the Lion King could become the next epic saga like Star Wars, according to the president of Walt Disney Pictures, Sean Bailey. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, it couldn't. Stop. You know how everybody uh, talks about how much they love the uh, sequels? They don't. Yeah. Uh, Lion King <laughs> 1.5, Lion King 2, Lion King yeah. 3. And also, like... Look what you did with Star Wars when you could make an epic soggy. You fucked it up. So (laughs) why don't you fucking stop? Yeah, you you got a property and fucked it up so bad you had to pause yourself. And this article was literally (laughs) underneath an article that posed the question, once they're out of remakes, what's Disney going to do? And this is what they're going to do. They're going to start making these shitty sequels that have nothing to do with the originals. I hate it. I hate it. And then that's not going to work. And then they're going to go back to... Uh oh! You know what they're gonna do? Huh. They're gonna Star Wars Special Edition the original versions of the animations. Right. They're gonna 4K remaster them. Sure. They're gonna open the <laughs> Disney Vault. Yep. The Disney Vault is <laughs> the worst vault on the planet because that bitch is always open. <laughs> that bitch has never been closed once. That's a. It's like a garage well, door. I was gonna say Willow's back in it, but that's a uh, Lucasfilm. Uh, nah, 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 <laughs> All right. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. Hey, Dan. Hey, Keith. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man. High, Spider-Man high at the at the box office. Hold on. Let me... Oh, no. <laughs> so, <There you> <laughs> what, <laughs> what recent superhero movie would you guess that it beat its entire worldwide gross in the first weekend? Oh, my God. Uh... What think, recent superhero movie? I think Shazam 2. Correct. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. I would have guessed Venom 2, but I think those fucking make money overseas. Yeah. In the first weekend, Across the Spider-Verse made more than Shazam 2 for its entire run. Oh. Fuck you, Shazam. Fuck you, Zach Levy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Boy, that tickled me. Imagine me and Zach Levy and just be like, this cartoon... <laughs> be the, every push up, every sit up, every time I got in that fucking costume, mm-hmm. every bad day at craft services. Woof. Yeah. 
Woof. And that tickled me fucking pink. And they actually got fucking Wonder Woman in that shit, too. Oh, I know. Good fucking lord. Fucking ridiculous. What a boon. What a boon for everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that was that was our episode this week. Thanks hey. so much to everyone who's listening. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Uh-huh. Shoot us with any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook with the Red Hot Memes at 5x5 at the Movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the Movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Do you think uh, <laughs> you watched all Star Trek Picard, right? Yes. Do you think uh, Beverly and Jean Luc's relationship started right after All Things, uh, All Good Things? Like they were at the the um the poker game and he's like i should have done this long time ago and he's all jazzed up because now he's friends with everyone he's put down his professional barriers and then he just fucking slams just fucking <laughs> hits the ginger minge as hard as he fucking can that night yeah yeah me too yeah i think he was like yeah he's just high on like opening up this is the person i want to be i'm gonna do the things right. that i always wanted to do he's like i'm married to her in the future anyway i'm married to her in the future i yeah. just Got done. I've got confirmation that at least in an alternate future that maybe doesn't happen, uh, she's also got the same feelings for me. All right, <laughs> let's 100%. fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah, and then he just immediately fucks it up. Yeah, well, he fucks everything up. Because <laughs> he contains multitudes. He's like that perfect, you know... <laughs> Uh, soldier, perfect uh, Starfleet officer, and he's that cocky young prick he always was, uh, mm. fighting inside the same uh, Borg-infested and/or androidish body. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's the model I of a modern major general. I still can't believe they didn't hit harder that he went, he met uh, Data, and Data met him halfway each. He yep. became more Data. Data yeah. became more him. Yeah. Stupid. It's like they were, it rhymes. They, they like were doing a whole. They were somehow besties that they didn't show it in the show, but right. Uh, did you know the episode <laughs> that's very Manchurian Candidate-ish, where they like brainwashed Jordy to kill people? Like, the yeah, 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 was directed by the director of Manchurian Candidate. Oh shit! Yeah, that made a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. like, that guy got pigeonholed. <laughs> yeah.